Welcome to the first episodes of the Assassin's Cast. Hey, Jordan. How are you, man? Hey, Jordan. I'm doing good. How are you about you, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing I'm doing fine as well. Uh, I'm actually really excited about this. I already said it uh, before the show to you as well. But uh, I think it's cool to, uh, yeah, to discuss Assassin's Creed Valhalla in more depth with you. Go a little more, a bit more in depth on the different subjects, the different news. And that's kind of what this show is all about. Um, before I want to do like my whole intro, maybe it's good because we of course did the pilot episodes. You can watch that on podcast services, on Spotify, on assassinscast.com. You go to the SoundCloud, you can listen to it there. It's also up as a video actually on Joraptor, uh, like my YouTube channel. But it will be like for members only, but I will talk more about that a little later. First, Jordan, for people like I think... Maybe people like know you, but they don't know that that it's you. Maybe right because you did a ton of Odyssey content. Yeah. Like, introduce yourself, man. Yeah, so I'm Jordan. Does I make uh, Odyssey content? Obviously, been a big fan of Assassin's Creed for a very long time. Like Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed Two are like one of my favorite games. And I only started producing content for Odyssey and. Uh, I just really love the new engine that Origins and Odyssey introduced. So I'm super excited for Valhalla. I'm growing out my Viking beard right now. Uh, <laughs> but maybe maybe my wife will make me take it off here soon. But we'll see. <laughs> I mean, quarantine helps. Quarantine helps. I actually yeah. uh, did go to the barber because I was like not able to read my script for my videos anymore. So um, they luckily had like... <laughs> So, like questions at the door and stuff like that. So it was still a safe experience, but it felt also kind of weird to, to, yeah, to, it felt normal and nothing is really normal this year actually. But um, hopefully, no. uh, yeah, a beard you can obviously still do at home. Although I also prefer to do it at my barber. Otherwise uh, I have like weird. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I, I'm weighing the odds if I'm going to go in or not, but I, I might do that here in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. So, yeah, that is the yeah, you can watch the, the video version of this show. Uh, it will go live every Thursday. We are also like streaming it live on Twitch. If you're listening to it later, it will be live every Thursday on 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. UK time and 5 p.m. Central European time. You can watch it live. Uh, as we record it, we will have a fun post show as well, where we answer some questions. Um, but like, if you want it like as a video on demand, then it will be live on the YouTube channel. But it will be only for members because um, I want to on the YouTube channel make sure that every video is like scripted, edited, and stuff like that. So to have like a podcast in there, it is still fun. But yeah, it, it feels more like sort of extra content and also because i already had a lot of people actually supporting me uh by like giving uh, money every month i want to give them some extra value as well so that's kind of what the podcast will give but it will be just two days early access and then on saturday it will be live everywhere where you can find a podcast so it's already like the pilot episode is already out on uh, soundcloud and uh, on, on Spotify, I will make sure it goes uh, live on iTunes and stuff like that as well. And if you actually are a member of the channel, then you can also send in questions. There will be like a link posted in the community tab. So we already have some questions from the Twitch chat last week. So if you were watching last week live on Twitch, then we might have some of your questions here already. And we will kind of figure this out. Like if we see that uh, we might not like really 
um, get enough questions through the, the members, then we will open it up more. And we wanted to make sure that the people like that, that because Jordan, you will be like going through the questions, uh, that you're not like sitting there for three hours going through every question. So uh, <laughs> that was a way to, to kind of make it more focused in that way. But we're just rolling with the punches. We, we will see how it goes. Um, so overall, this show will be just us discussing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, just talking about the recent news. And we got a few topics. The first one I actually want to talk about. Uh, and before we do that, we also have yeah questions, as I already said. And at the end of the show, we will do a prediction for what we think could be in the game. And then at like when the game comes out, we can see who had the most things right. And last show during the pilot, we already had some fun predictions. But yeah, yeah you got to listen to that one to, to hear it. Um, and this one, we will, of course, have some more predictions. So, episode... Uh, yeah, it's episode one. The first topic I want to talk about is... Actually, uh, coming back off the, the topic we discussed last week. So, we talked about the map and how there were some mixed messages, right, Jordan? One people said... Yeah. Uh, or, like, one person said it's going to be smaller. And then, actually, the producer on Valhalla said... No, it will actually be slightly bigger um, than... Uh, than than Odyssey, um, and now yeah we now we are actually full full circle because now people are reporting yes indeed it will be slightly larger than uh, than Odyssey. Any extra thoughts you had on this because we kind of already went in depth on it last time, but yeah, I guess it just depends on like what they mean by bigger. You know, like are they talking like square footage or content? And so I feel like as more information comes out, maybe we'll get more context on what bigger means. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, map, map size isn't everything. Uh, mm -hmm. Jordan, you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, although I, I, I do know that, that we, that people like to have a big map, but also, course, uh, yeah. and, and we're, and, but I, I think we both agree that having like a map with actually a ton of things to do. We, I, I talked about it before as well in videos. Like the old habits trophy and origins really showcase that a lot of the locations did not have to be there because they were just similar. You did not get any reward. You were just doing it to get the platinum trophy or to get that achievement. And yeah, it kind of yeah. felt samey. So I really hope they tackle that in Valhalla. But actually, what we've been hearing last week, and I want to kind of talk about that a little bit as well is that they are really like focused on having this be a handcrafted world. So for example, for parkour, so mm -hmm. it will likely not be the tree parkour. Where are you expecting that Jordan? So kind of like the Assassin's Creed tree uh, improvements we saw and then also going into Black Flag. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I believe Ash said like it's not going to be quite like how we've seen in previous games when you're out in the wilderness like you said with Assassin's Creed 3, but definitely he did still mention that if you go up you're going to be rewarded and so they're going to create places for you to definitely utilize parkour which will be interesting uh, in that time period and in those uh cities because there's not too many. There are like there could have been like some Roman structures or something oh yeah uh, the, from that time period but we'll see no actually uh, they they announced uh, the puzzle woods uh recently actually one of the of course one of the the things you can actually visit as a mm -hmm. tourist right now and they actually used it in movies like uh harry potter the deadly hallows part one uh, and that's like really yeah. uh it was like i think in the roman period and I, I looked it up for for my video that i did it was like an open site iron mining place 
but now it's like fully grown with a ton of trees and, and stuff like that. So overall, they really want to make sure, and we saw Stonehenge, of course, as well, and Hadrian's Wall, that these places will uh, be unique in their look, but also in the way you can traverse them. So that, that should make them also more memorable because maybe you could do a cool parkour trick in that location that you were not really able to do anything uh, anywhere else yeah definitely cool and then because we actually got a ton of info and i'm like okay the game is now announced three uh weeks ago i think it feels longer ago though don't you think <laughs> yeah it's been there's been so much information that's actually kind of the hardest thing and why i think a, a podcast like this could help is like kind of consolidating all the rumors because you have so many different people like montreal is a huge studio so many people are working on it so many people are doing interviews there's just so much information to distill through <laughs> to yeah it, what's right and, and it, it was like i think like uh, i was able to do an interview actually before the the game uh, published and also a fun note if you want to see that interview that's also something i put on the the member youtube page so also something i would not normally post but I thought, hey, I still have this interview uh, with Ashraf. Why not post it for people that want to see it? So you can also check that out if you want. Um, but yeah, apart from those pre-release or pre-reveal interviews, after the gameplay, or not, let, let's not call it gameplay, teaser trailer, uh, they actually had way more interviews. And one of those was with Jokes Video, a French, one of the, I think the biggest gaming French website. And they got a ton of new info. And... The one thing I want to start with is actually about our crew and our raiding party. Because in Odyssey we of course had the lieutenants and we had four of them on our ship. And we had a, a rest of the crew and we could summon one of them. Uh, it was bugged for a very long time. Do you remember that, Jordan? Where you, yes, a I random... I don't <laughs> think I even used it once. I don't know if I even used the ability. Wow, really? <laughs> I mostly did it to showcase yeah. the legacy uh, lieutenants they added. Like... Uh, I think Bayek was at it at one point and uh, Aya and stuff yeah. like that. So I had to use it, but it was not really that good as well. Um, yeah. So this raiding party should really be an evolution of that. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to say? Oh, no, I was just going to piggyback off that. Like, yeah, they have a lot of things to build off of from Odyssey. Like you mentioned, the lieutenants felt like they benefited the damage to your boat, but like, uh, or ship, sorry, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> You're already in the full <laughs> I know it's it's a ship, not a boat. Um, but the um, I can see this being a lot more centered on having characters that do more physical damage themselves and help you with the raids, like sticking close to the coast. And there's probably going to be a lot of coastal cities and raids for you to like use plenty and then also like there's going to be a lot more probably inland where you kind of get that personal experience where you don't have to use uh, your eight people yeah so i i think this will be an evolution of that system in a in a really solid way at least from what they've explained so far yeah yeah so so what you already said that was kind of the big uh, reveal so we already knew you had this raiding party and it makes sense for a viking to go out into the world in england and raid some uh, some different villages, get resources, in this case for your settlements, so you can upgrade that. But what we now learned is that uh -huh. your your raiding party that can contain like uh, characters you meet in the main story, but also actually, 
I think if I like, I, I use Google Translate for the jokes video article. It said that there were already like characters who just wanted to go with you anyway. So just some Viking friends, I would imagine. And we of course had that online feature where you can like personalize your own uh, jumps Viking is what it's called. Put it online. Uh, I will likely make you Jordan and then just let him die every time. Not revive me. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm gonna have to make like a, a raptor version of <laughs> yeah. you if if that's possible. The uh, yeah, I mean the the thing I thought about if you remember the cinematic trailer too, there was a lot of like personal characters, like the way they filmed it, like there and several of them died, and they looked like important characters, like similarly important to Avor. And I'm mm -hmm. assuming that that was their kind of like nod to the system where you're going to have these characters who live inside your like whether like the person you probably buy and upgrade your weapons from the blacksmith could be someone you could bring on to your ship with you, which I, I really and then you don't have a blacksmith idea. anymore. I will be like, dude, I need my upgrades. Please stay. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever take the mechanic from you, but like that, that idea of having like that kind of personal immersion connection with people in your settlement. And then the fact that you're like fighting side by side with them kind of bonds you closer. So that way with the next time you, <laughs> excuse me, the next time that you talk to your blacksmith, it's not like howdy traveler. It's more like, man, remember that battle we had? That's crazy. Uh, yeah. You want to upgrade your weapon? <laughs> for free yeah. because we had a cool bat. that would be nice <laughs> for free <laughs> yeah give me a discount uh, yeah I saved your life <laughs> <laughs> but we did see uh, you were talking about it in the cinematic trailer and I actually had some people uh, send it to me as well where um, you were like paying respect to them they were like dying and you were like taking the time it was like five seconds in the trailer where Avor was like hey man rest out and um, maybe that's a mechanic that we have as well where you can like go to your fallen. Uh, we already know there is no permadeath though, so if these characters die, you should be able to re revive them. Um, but yeah, maybe you can also like, maybe they are on a cooldown. So and if you pay respect, they will come back faster or something. I'm not sure, but that was maybe also yeah. a hint. I, I really think that looking at the trailer after like getting a ton of extra uh, info really maybe showed even more than we initially thought. Like a weapon breaks at one point, like is there weapon durability maybe? We we, we really we really don't know. But I wanna stick to the to the crew because you already touched on it as well. So we have this crew, we go out on our ship, but actually the crew um, stays on like close to our ship. So where it, with the call to arms, you could like summon this character everywhere in the map. Now these characters are stuck near your ship. So there will likely be like a sort of border where if you go over it, those guys will be like, sorry, uh, I don't know how they will explain it, but they will likely <laughs> not be following you anymore. They will be like, dude, I, I, I like the ship too much. I want to stay here. Um, but that is yeah, interesting. I'm assuming for there's some sort of tether. I hope it's like that. That's like where all of a sudden my mechanic brain goes to is like, how far can I pull these guys from the <laughs> ship before they just abandon me and watch me die from? Like, I can't wait away. for videos where people <laughs> have like, I got my crew in the city. Oh my god! And now you're killing. There must be like tricks to to maybe cheat uh, or maybe they're like yeah. really chained to your ship, like physically chained. So they, yeah, <laughs> man, that's uh, like uh, that's a different type of uh, 
Yeah, okay. okay. I don't think the blacksmith <laughs> like, will give you the discount then if uh, if that happens. No, no, he he'll he'll raise the prices if you choose oh, to do yeah. that. Uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna like that if you chain him to the ship. Uh, but I definitely think there's gonna have to be. So I am definitely kind of interested because like what what does that mean for like maybe large battle sequences further inland or maybe there is a like a fort further inland that you want to raid do they let you kind of let these characters kind of show up like you wait i don't uh, think the those forts will be there that's that's kind of the what what i take away from this or they will just i think they will just like pretty much coastal yeah, I will. I think they will like strategically place these forts near the coast, and those forts will be more heavily guarded. And I do think, like where in Odyssey, it was pretty much like you have this big land, and inside the land you can't use a ship. While in Odyssey, I think it's quite the opposite. You have the sea where you can like go uh, like near the coast, but you can actually also use your ship inland as well. And maybe they will just. Um, because we also learned that you can like summon your ship at any point, so you don't have to go like to a dock to uh, to summon it, like in Odyssey. So that means that even if there's like a lot, a, a really large part of the map where you cannot like summon your crew because there's no water around, maybe when you get near a fort that is not close to the sea, there will still be this river where you can maybe like summon your your crew. That would be my take. Yeah, I think you're right. Where there's probably likely to be a lot more rivers throughout the map. And like I, I did, I think I read something where they're trying to treat them kind of like bonus highways in a sense where oh, yeah. like the rivers are like another means to travel through the map. Like you can uh, get your, use your ship to get kind of wherever you want to, or you can walk or use a, a horse if you'd like, but they're definitely going to have likely a lot of rivers like going through england and stuff hopefully not too much where it looks like venice or something yeah yeah, yeah. i mean if there's going to be too much then i think ubisoft singapore will uh, make it because they are like the king of the sea in uh, in ubisoft like also if you look at the the origins map they made like the part with um crocodilo uh, polis if i pronounce oh, it yeah. correctly like there was like way more water there than in the other areas um you had questions as well. Maybe we can bring them in right now. Yeah. So we've got uh, one from uh, uh, Sheen Z who wants to play Male Eivor as an assassin and is really excited for the mythology, the assassins, and the open world and free roaming. And do you think we'll be able to raid forts and villages by ourselves? And I that kind of – I feel like we've already kind of answered that kind a little of, yeah. bit. but. The it sounds like maybe if there's a particular fort that's too far from a river, there's potentially a chance I think for you to be able to uh, raid it by yourself. I think what do you the think? The forts from Odyssey will still be there and from Origins, and I think they will still be big. They will just not have as many uh, people in there in them. Uh, I think they will really be just um, made for to be able to be tackled with for one player. Obviously, we don't know how the power works uh, because we, of course, taking a step back, there are no levels in this game. So you actually have a power. It sounds like a gear score. Um, and maybe the world like gear levels up with you, like we saw in the previous games, kind of as well. Although, yeah, there were some points that were just harder to, uh, uh, to get to because they were a higher level. But I still think that 
there will be just forts made for one player and you cannot summon your crew nearby while all the forts and camps close to the shores will be uh yeah forts that we can like engage in with, with our with our crew and that is more i think the rating so in that sense i think we cannot raid alone because that activity is really with our raiding crew and maybe you get like more resources by going in with that raiding party while the forts that are likely like for one player for like yeah alone will likely just contain some cool gear pieces for yourself but maybe not the resources that you get for raiding that would be my take yeah and they could use a lot of like the social stealth like mechanic with those and kind of give you a more personal stealthy like invasion that would of, also a particular form. yeah that would also not really work with like your raiding crew right <laughs> we're like hey boss what the heck are you doing man we're, we're all here and yeah. social stealth would not really work then so and i think all the cities Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, the, all the cities, so York, um, London, and Winchester <laughs> will just be solo. I don't think we can like go there with our crew. Mm -hmm. I think. We do have one more for this setting um, from Domzy, who also wants to play Male Eivor. We've got a lot of Male Eivors out there. He's the first one to I be mean, excited about melee and axes. To be fair, though, that? We don't know how the female Eivor really looks, so yeah, I get they, why people are saying male. They everyone, because <laughs> yeah. we've only seen the male one. He's just generally excited for the Viking setting, and he asks, what do you think we'll see some legendary Vikings, like from the Vikings TV show or history, and um, do you want to kick that one off? Uh, yeah, I, I totally think so, because um, I already said it in uh, in a video as well, but I think uh, this game takes place in 873, so I think it's after uh, Ragnar uh, Lothrock like, died, so yeah. we won't see him, but I do think that his sons were in England to have revenge mm -hmm. on uh, King Ele, who killed Ragnar, so I totally think, because um, Mercia, that is from King Ele, right? Um, is still like, yeah, that not that has not been taken over yet, and I really think that in the couple the next couple of years that this game takes place, it will be like one of the big assault uh, sort of set pieces that will likely be in the game, and maybe we encounter one of those, uh, yeah, the, the 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 sons of Ragnar there, and maybe they will join us. I already had someone actually say there's like one. I think the guy who dies in the cinematic trailer gets like the spear. Uh, in his chest and stuff like that. Some people compare him to Rolo from uh, the Viking TV show. Um, I saw like a good a good explanation. I might like retweet it on uh, on my Twitter. But um, that that was really like I totally think they will do it. I mean, it's Assassin's Creed. We had freaking Da Vinci invest <laughs> like make gadgets for us. So yeah, there's always been some sort of historic figure in these games and uh, Assassin's Creed and I think there will be more beyond just the English characters, like uh, uh, King Alfred. English King, yeah, King Alfred. Yeah. And so I definitely agree with you. This time period definitely invites Ragnar Lothbrok's sons and kind of tying back into the crew. Like, I think it would be incredibly fun to kind of have a historic figure like that helping raid with you on your ship and stuff. Yeah, um, sure. That'd be pretty fun. I think that and would be not, a someone... missed opportunity, actually, if they did not do that. Yeah, someone's gonna make them as Yom's Vikings. Though. Someone's gonna make a Ragnar Lothbrok. Oh Yom's yeah, Viking. oh yeah, Kratos. Kratos will be there. The Hades Lieutenant. Yeah. He will show up. 
I hope so. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay, I sometimes uh, I want to make a cool uh, uh, like uh, go to the next topic here. I sometimes have dreams of the Haley's Lieutenant. And <laughs> speaking of dreams, we might have dream sequences where we can fight the Norse gods. So to get a little context here, Kotaku made this awesome article. I made a video about it. And um, they, 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 they got a ton of interesting things. And one of the things that Stephen Dottillo, the, the writer of the article, said that a person late last year reached out to him saying that the game is going to be called Valhalla. And back then, like in December, November 2019, we all thought Ragnarok is going to be it. Um, so that person said that there would be a settlement, that we could take over territory. We haven't really... I mean, raiding... But we haven't really seen that. I also in that Ashraf interview, I asked him, will there be like replayable content? I totally think that some sort of territory, like defending your sort of territory will be a part of it. But we don't know yet. And dual wielding weapons, like that, that, that is a big part of this game. That person also said that we will be able to create characters that could then raid other players' games. So yeah, like we already discussed, you can like make a character, put it online, someone can use it in their game. And that person also said that we would be able to fight gods from the Norse mythology in dreamlike sequences. And Ashraf said, I don't comment on rumors. So it's not confirmed, but it is interesting, right? That this person knew late last year a ton of stuff that are turned out to be true. And then we have one thing that could potentially be true. But I wanted to kind of discuss it because, like, what is your... I mean, we, we know you made a ton of, like, Odyssey content. Um... Yeah. You you also played a lot of Origins, I would imagine, right? Yeah. So you did the Trial of the Gods? Yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed that. Um, I didn't get to play it as in-depth as I did with uh, Odyssey, mm -hmm. just because I wasn't making the content and I wasn't chasing these like one-shot builds that I was doing <laughs> for Odyssey to try to like kill Medusa in a single hit. But... Uh, I honestly much prefer, I, I kind of like them both in a different way. And I feel like the way Odyssey handled it uh, kind of fit with the theme and the style of ancient Greece. Like, and it kind of tied in, uh, I, I think they explained it decently well in the sense that these are apples of Eden. I mean, they didn't really nah. do the best they could have, but like the fact that these mytho mythological creatures are there uh, in there, I love the dream sequence better because I think it ties way better into the modern storyline or any storyline where you're able to have these mythological fights and enjoy that part of the game without it pulling you out of the story and the realism of what's going on in like the 8th century. Yeah, so, be because in uh, Odyssey big fan of this yeah because in odyssey it was like really the, those creatures they did exist like they really interacted yeah. with npcs as well and in odyssey it was really just nobody else could see it but bayek because there was a glitch in the animus um and but mm -hmm. we had the the giant snake uh, battle in origins of course as well and i think that is kind of the way they're going to likely do these fights if they are indeed in the game where uh, we will be drugged or something else actually someone and i haven't looked at it yet but i know someone sent me an email actually going in depth on every drug that the vikings used so that m maybe we some somehow uh, get drugged and so uh think that uh, that we can fight thor or something but i think it would like with so many gods i think really the 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 norse mythology maybe has the most iconic gods like sure anubis is really iconic i, I would say but like segments and so back in some but i 
it feels kind of weird because really going into Origins, I wasn't really that familiar with them. While Thor and, of course, the Marvel Universe really helped. But to not have anything yeah. related to those characters would be kind of weird. And I think Dream Sequences would be a cool way uh, to kind of go about it. And I think what, what is also interesting, and I want to hear your take on this as well, and I think that's why the mythical creatures were so fun in Odyssey. And it was so sad that after you killed them, you could not redo them was that that was actually the only encounter in the game where building your character made sense. Like you were saying, I was making one-shot builds because every other character w went to a certain level in terms of health and armor, and these mythical creatures went above and beyond. Like they really could, could take way more damage. And um, in Origins, the possibilities were never that like endless, so you had the best weapons and then you're real like good to go. But... Like, having way more possibilities in Valhalla, we will talk about the, the playstyles that were that are actually coming back in a second. But being able to spend 400 skill points in a skill tree and then every character at some point dies in one hit, like, that, that is no fun anymore. So having these cool bo boss fights against gods can really test your capabilities and your builds. So, yeah. And technically, you can replay them. You just have to save before you fight them. And then, but then you cannot use their weapons. You can never use their weapons, though. Unless you do the New Game Plus comeback. Oh, wow, yeah, I forgot about back. that. No, that's right. <laughs> I don't know, it was you not know, ideal, man. No, I mean, no, I'm not justifying it. I was rather making fun of, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. But, yeah, like, I... I definitely agree. Honestly, the most fun boss of all the ones in Odyssey for me as someone who enjoyed the combat system in there were the 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 huntsmen and the ones from the first Hidden Blade DLC, those bosses cuz they oh, yeah. were actually oh, yeah. because they made them invisible, but like those were actually challenging and like even someone who built like me who like like maxed their character out like was thrown into that scenario going Oh, I can't like just like roll around and smack some. <laughs> like I gotta figure out how to beat this yeah, guy yeah, using yeah. a bow and that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping that that's the case with this, where those fights will be uh, a little bit different. There's like a different spin on each one, where you're kind of um, expected to kind of react differently from a combat perspective. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I totally think that. Uh, I mean, we already know twenty-five different uh, enemy types, uh, or even more. And what what I really like is what the, what they're saying is that even if you see the same enemy, he could still like have maybe another tool or another uh, yeah ingredient, as Ashraf called it. So even if it looks like the same enemy, he can still behave a little different. So then you still have because I was playing like Origin, replaying or Origins on stream uh, every Monday here on Twitch. Uh, .tv raptor I stream Origins, do like a nightmare from the start. And the enemies, like there are maybe like five enemies at the beginning of the game and you see them all the time. So I really hope that in Valhalla. And when I heard Ashraf say that, I was like really like, can you look at my wish list? Because that was really like on the top because we both played these games for so long and really going back into Odyssey right now, I've seen all these characters so many times already. So... I really hope, and yeah. yeah, you made a good point with the Legacy of the First Blade. I really like those Persian sort of regular enemies, but I kind of forgot actually about the, in episode three, you already start out against one of these uh, tougher enemies and then uh, later on, of course, as well. So, yeah. but, but yeah, 
if you uh, if you had to make uh, had to make a bet, the dreams of the Norse god is it going to be in the game or not? I believe so, and I wouldn't be surprised if there is some form of realistic mythology too. So I wouldn't get your hopes up on it being like I think most of the game will be grounded and realistic, mm-hmm. but it is called Valhalla, and they're trying to reach that afterlife. So maybe whether it's in a DLC or towards the end of the game, there might be like a sequence where you're seriously having a conversation with odin or something it just depends on how they tie in mm-hmm. uh how the easy work and all that kind of stuff but yeah i mean we we, will... we we saw odin or we did not see him so there are already theses as to what might come so yeah. we'll be very interesting um to kind of yeah i already teased it a little bit like the three playstyles will be returning we don't know if it will be assassin warrior or hunter uh they did not say that yet but we do know that even if the playstyles are returning, it will not be like in Odyssey where it was really the smartest to go full assassin or go full warrior or go full uh, hunter. Um, where here they really want you to kind of switch it up. So I, I do like that. Um, what, what was your favorite playstyle actually in uh, in Odyssey? I'd say warrior just because of the again i like to immerse myself in the time period and to me i really i wish we had shields in odyssey man but i love like the greek hoplite idea i I loved um using those kinds of weapons i did enjoy hunter and assassin as well those were fun to like sneak around but i i definitely like Uh, using the hammer fun fun thing by the way i also asked ashraf like one of my first questions and you can see it in the interview uh is like, are the shields in the game? And he said, of course there are shields. It's a Viking game. But you could really make the same argument for, of course there are shields. It's a freaking Spartan uh, Agent yeah. Z's game. But yeah. Um, and enemies had shields. <laughs> like, that was the frustrating part, is you did, see enemies with shields. Did we? You're like, G- yeah. give me your shield. <laughs> I mean, did we talk about I think we talked about it in the pilot episode, right? Where at Gamescom, they were, like, giving away shields as a promotion for the game. Yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah, that was awesome. And I was like, wait, the there thing aren't with... even shields in the game. Yeah, I, I, I would say it's safe to assume that the three play styles will be warrior, assassin, hunter, uh, or at least maybe they won't call it a hunter or yeah. like some sort of ranged uh, ability. I'm just hoping that like the idea of the skill tree uh, sounds really cool. Uh, I just hope that. Uh, there's a, a a way that you can save your skill point loadouts if you oh, yeah. have the ability. <laughs> I know that that's. I like feel a, your pain, man. Unhappy. I feel your pain. <laughs> mastery flashbacks right now, seeing the the word uh, four hundred there. Like I I'm not gonna reclick four hundred every time. I want to switch it up. So I'm hoping that they uh, heard those complaints and fix that for this game. Yeah, because they it, it was even worse when it launched like for Odyssey. The the mastery levels were like you had to hold it for like a few seconds before the point would be spent. And they did change. Oh that. yeah, it's probably <laughs> worse on the controller too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also I, I I like even like without respecting, like I did the XP glitch of course in Odyssey where you were just ninety nine in one yeah, go sure. and after that had like unlimited ability points. 
I wasn't even bothered like spending all my ability points on all the mastery levels. I just did the ones that I wanted and I was like, I'm fine. Like, I don't want to spend 10 minutes like holding the freaking button every time. Uh, it, but yeah. it was worth it though to finally get them all done and then never have to touch them again. Yeah, but it but, came way too late. Yeah. At that point, there was already hours spent. <laughs> <He said it. laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you had a question, I think, for this as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So we got a question from uh, Broodier Joker 21, who's excited to play female Eivor. There we go. We got another female Eivor in there. Uh, excited to be an assassin and building up his settlement. How will builds work? In Odyssey, there was Assassin Warrior Hunter perk and two additional perks. He's basically outlining uh, how the weapon damage is laid out in the gear, yeah. and will it be the same? Um, well, yeah, of course, it's kind of hard to say. We did see the runes in the Ultimate Edition. Um, so, like, obviously, the whole gear system will be different. For one, uh, every gear item will be unique, meaning that we cannot have uh, the items with the same icons and then find them on a higher level or find them with different perks. So, that will already be different. Um, I think it will be way more customizable as well. So, I think gear will likely have a few base stats and then with runes it's kind of like engravings we will be able to make them yeah customize them even more and then upgrade the gear piece even more the gear should then also like change appearance so that should be pretty cool curious if there will be like how many upgrades there will be we saw that image with like the three avors standing next to each other so maybe it's like three upgrades per per gear item or something um mm -hmm. and yeah Th that is kind of i think that will already be really different but they 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 have really been like talking about how they looked at things they already had in odyssey and are like improving on it and making it even deeper so i totally think that even if we have the three playstyles we will still have way more room to customize our character the way we want but it's kind of hard to say without, without like really seeing the system yeah and just from like I don't know. My thoughts are that they're definitely building off of Odyssey. I'm assuming that there's going to be a lot of things that are going to feel familiar or similar to Odyssey, but with a new spin or change on it. So my my personal guess is someone who's like just immersed himself in all the gear and the perks and stuff. I even manually typed each one for the website. So <laughs> I'm. Uh, oh yeah, that's like, right. I'm pretty sure that um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be something similar to the fact of you have a piece of gear. It's going to give you like 50 power points into assassin or warrior. And then maybe depending on how they handle it, there might be some bonus rune effects or something like that, where you're using the runes to kind of customize mm -hmm. that piece of gear. And that's kind of how you're building your gear score likely is like, oh, I've got five assassin pieces, so my power score is like 200 or whatever. I hope that it's at least got some um, intention, though, behind it, and it's not arbitrary or random. The main thing is I hope that we don't miss out on uh, good pieces of gear like we did in Odyssey when you couldn't, like the Master of Waters, if you picked oh, yeah. the wrong decision, there's no way to get back into yeah, that one of the Yeah, uh, one of the lost, uh, what was it called? Uh, lost, lost Tales of Greece, no? Uh, the, yeah, the... I think it was a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah, Lost Tales of Greece, like. Yeah, the Divine Intervention one, like one of the earlier ones, had like one choice and then you could get like a very special item. I don't think they will do it because according to this system, there would be no other way to get it because all these items are unique. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think they will be better with that. Or maybe you get like, I hope that they give like runes maybe for those specific rewards. So those are like things you can get yeah. elsewhere. But if you want that specific rune that is very powerful, then you might get it there or something like that. The, the runes I'm imagining kind of replacing the engraving system, I'd much prefer kind of like leaning into that where you have these unique pieces of gear and then you're kind of using these runes to kind of augment your gear the way you'd like it to, to kind of fit in line with the way you're building your character. Yeah. Uh, that way you can, uh, everyone kind of has the same gear in a sense. And then what we're discussing behind the scenes, like as build creators, we're kind of going, what runes are you using with uh, that particular setup yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. And also good to note is that if you don't like the look of your armor, you can like just like the visual customization system in Odyssey, you can just yeah, choose the the other hat that you do like, but even maybe it's like really bad and put it on your character. So uh, I like that they are that. already like, sorry? No, we need fashion creed is what I was saying. Oh, yeah, say. yeah, for uh, sure, for sure. Uh, <laughs> cool. I think we're already, like, uh, we've, we've always been talking for a long time. I want. I also want to, aim, I always want to aim for, like, 30 minutes, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing, yes. um, if you want to have your questions read on the, uh, on the podcast, right now we want to try to do it, like, via members only. So that's a way to, to support the channel. It's just a an extra way and then you also have access to the podcast two days early uh, as a video or um, you all, and you can also like answer your questions and that interview with Ashraf is on there as well so it's the join button next to the subscribe button it's totally optional um, but yeah you get some perks if we see that more people want to answer questions and it is still like not like a ton so we have to get through it all then um, yeah we, we will figure st- different stuff out but that's kind of the thing we want to start with um and at the end of every episode of the assassin's cast we want to do predictions i think last week i started so um yeah why don't you start one thing i want to note so it's for the launch of the main game so that when the game is out we will like we will figure out things or maybe like in the in the marketing material it will already be uh be known but yeah we will see who has the most predictions right? So during the pilot episode, we already made two predictions and now we want to make two more. And then every episode, we want to kind of go with that. So uh, yeah, right. what is your what is your prediction for Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Right. My Jordan, not Raptor. Yeah. I'm not Raptor. Uh, prediction, I think, will be that at some point, our settlement will be burned down or attacked at some point in the story, and we will have to. Uh, I mean, you you did not say work. attacked. You, okay, burn down. Okay, we'll do burn. You down. have to say that, burn down them, because <laughs> okay, burn down. <laughs> because like I can totally it's see it being good. attacked, but then like yeah. after the attack, it's like oh, uh, luckily nothing got destroyed or something. Okay, maybe, okay, I'll do, like, with some some destruction, but maybe not complete and utter, like, like devastation. Okay. All right, like, 50, like, enough where you're kind of, like, left alone, 
and you're trying to like kind of rebuild for a second there or something like that where like alfred comes through burns your <laughs> settlement <laughs> down and you're kind of like what do we do how do we fix this um, and then yeah okay 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 but but, but what, what my counter questions is like we already know that there will be like a settlement pack so there will be like yeah. a pack where uh we get like special cosmetics for in our in our camp um you yeah. would like you can bet money on it that they're going to sell them post-launch as well that's every other week uh, or so we get like a gear pack a settlement pack and an evil pack and it would suck if you spend money on the settlement pack, Alfred comes along, rips everything apart, goodbye. Or will that just I magically could, be protected from Alfred, Alfred's rage? I could see burned textures of those items where that's burned and then once you get to another part of the story, everything's repaired and those things that you've purchased will like show back up. I don't think they will be no, like no, no. I, if you pay for a settlement pack they're not going to just take it away from you no, 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 i, I, I sure, wouldn't but... make a prediction about that <laughs> but it would be kind of like uh weird if if your whole settlement gets burned down and then that that is that that still is there right so yeah okay yeah. we will wait and see but i think it's a good prediction and i said it actually at the at the end of the demonstrator we see Avor stand in front of like building uh uh, burning the house. I think I said during my breakdown, hey, this might be our settlement. Some people pointed out it's likely not our settlement because some people saw a church or something. I'm not sure. But um, what, what do you think? Is that like the... I think actually in the... If you're watching the, the video or on Twitch, you see actually that art of Eivor standing in front of the burning. Oh, is, yeah. Is that our settlement or not? I don't... I don't know. It could be. It could be. Like that—that's kind of the feeling I'm getting. Is like I—I I, like showing the family and the community. Like at some point, that's got got to be disrupted from a yeah, story that's right. perspective. Okay, I'm curious. Yeah. I just hope that like that blacksmith that you like got such good friends <laughs> with along he the way. Survives. No, no, he will not survive, and, he, and then everything will be for nothing. You, 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 you cannot upgrade <laughs> your gear anymore. No, but uh, <laughs> that would be. I mean, All right, what's your... I, I get it. I get it. Um, prediction for me is uh, like Ashraf also said that we would have more mounts than horses and wolves are already confirmed as well in the ultimate pack. I think that apart from horses and wolves, we will also have uh, bear mounts. So we already mm -hmm. saw the way of the berserker mission, pre-order mission. That was likely just uh, a, a pre-order mission, like nothing really like hinting at. Uh, it being a mount or anything, but I can see a Viking ride a bear. Why not? And they will go even crazier, and I will likely make that my post-launch prediction because I think it would be fun to start like after the game comes out to do post-launch predictions. We will get a uni bear with a, a unicorn horn. Uni bear, that's Uni bear, yeah. I think that lock it in. I I want to actually a... make yeah. That's a good one. I feel like that that's very likely to happen, especially since we saw the wolf mount. They kind of opened the doors for that. That means there probably will be like maybe another like elk mount, like we kind of had in Odyssey or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Or the uni wolf. Yeah. <laughs> uni wolf. Do you think one more thing before we end it that the unicorn is back? Because in in or Origins they had it in the Helix store uh, at launch. And then in Odyssey, you could buy it at the blacksmith. Will it be back in Valhalla? 
the unicorn it, like since her. it's made that that uh path i think it will be i don't think it'll be like they haven't really featured it heavily i don't think they'll promote it a lot but no. i think it will make its reappearance okay. for sure I, I think so as well yeah, in Odyssey, it was also like a surprise. I was just like checking the, the blacksmith and I suddenly saw it there and I was like, whoa, I had to pay money yeah. for that in Origins and now I can just yeah. uh, pay gold it did, for it. It was kind of like randomly in there where you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, there's a unicorn in my blacksmith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, thanks everyone for uh, listening. And if you're watching on Twitch right now, thanks for watching to the first episode of the Assassin's Cast. So yeah, every week we are live on Twitch, 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 Eastern time, 4 p.m. Uh, UK time, and 5 p.m. Central European time. Then the video with the audio will go live on YouTube for members. And then two days later, it will be live for everyone on Spotify, on SoundCloud. You can just go to assassinscast.com to, uh, yeah, to, to listen to it. But you already found a way to listen to it. Otherwise, you're not listening here. And if you have questions, you can also become a member of the channel. That way you support us. Uh, and yeah, support the podcast, support the channel, and can send in your questions and tell us what you think about the game and what you want to, to answer and stuff like that. And now, as always, we will end the podcast and then talk a little bit to the Twitch chat. So see if they got some questions. So if you're also watching live on Twitch, you can also like answer some questions there. And uh, well, uh, yeah, any closing uh, thoughts, uh, Jordan? No, just uh, if you enjoy like randomness, you can you know follow me. I, all my stuff at it's Jordan does get a shameless promotion in there. No, I want. totally like I did it last week, but I totally <laughs> forgot about it. Go ahead, man. And your your website, you're actually changing it, right? Yeah, I'm upgrading it, uh, getting it all ready for Valhalla. But if you still enjoy Odyssey, uh, I'm trying to update the build creator. But if you like to look at your damage calculations, we've got that. And then we also have an awesome community uh, at builds.ac slash discord. It's full of people that are way cooler than I am who have so much, are so helpful. It's such a supportive community. So yeah, uh, shout out to those guys. Totally. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. You, you said your twi uh, Twitter already, or not? Yeah, it's pretty much everything at it's Jordan does. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so thanks again for watching, listening, and we will be back next week. So uh, yeah, speak to you then, or of course in our videos. Jordan, one final question: You are you? Okay. Is there any video like coming up soon, or is it still like kind of waiting for the right moment? Uh, a little bit of both. I've, I'm writing up some stuff. I want to kind of go over um, game mechanic stuff. I'm just waiting for a little bit more information. Uh, as a game mechanic person like myself, it's hard to make <laughs> videos without any gameplay. But um, we'll, we'll see. I've got a few things uh, up my sleeve. I might even uh, do a little special stream sometime soon, Ooh. but we'll see. <laughs> okay, so uh, follow Jordan Dust for that. And uh, yeah. Goodbye.